What um what do you mean? Like it, my voice just like I got sick on the uh, day we're supposed to be and my voice is kinda like mine's not as strong as it normally is. Yeah. Mine's kinda phlegmy right now from eating crap food, but Do you want water? It is what it is. Oh, I have water? yeah, I have water. Um Well Where is I'm just I let oh. it I usually let it run I I, I don't like cold opens I feel like mm-hmm. uh, they just they seem like contrived do you know what I mean yeah like for like a natural flow but um, so I guess we should start by telling people we don't have a name for this podcast right we have like a really good name <laughs> but none of us wrote it down <laughs> or made any attempts yeah. to try and remember it. So um, we're just kind of starting from square one. So we're working on that. We have ideas for cover photos. Mm-hmm. We don't have theme music. No. This is just a text, <laughs> which we'll hopefully be able to use for our pilot. But um, yeah. So I'm Lexi. And I'm Danny. And I mean, like, we really don't have any other type of introduction. like. Yeah, I feel like they'll get to know us through trash content or whatever. (laughs) Um, My voice is super phlegmy. I'm trying not to like clear my throat. Same. We just ate fried food. Super nasally. Tried Chick-fil-A. I tried Chick-fil-A for the first time (laughs) against my my beliefs. Beliefs. Do you know what though? You are not the first person to say that. That everybody it's like a it's like a prerequisite to say before you order it like this is against my beliefs but people say it's great oh i just think that like i would feel bad if like i didn't (laughs) get to try it with you at least like i know you were like you've been talking about it for a really long time and i'm just like what the hell like might as well it goes against the morals but the chicken is great so it's like it was like i had to (laughs) (laughs) bite and i was like oh that reminds me of i just saw um what uh three billboards over chickasaw county i can never remember the name of that movie uh three bill- oh. three billboards outside Eden, missouri is the name of yeah. the movie have do you know what that movie's about no this woman's daughter is raped and then murdered and she feels like the police aren't doing anything about it. And there are these three empty billboards in town. And so she rents out the billboards and basically calls out the police chief and says, you guys aren't working hard enough. And it's this tiny town. And uh, their police department is known for harassing the black people in the in the town. Mm-hmm. And so when they call her in for questioning, she's like harassing this cop and talking about like, oh, how's it going screwing with black people and the cop gets offended yeah. and the chief walks in as they're having that conversation and the chief is like listen if we had to flush out every single pol- racist police officer in the department we would be left with three police officers and even those three are bound to hate gay people so you can never truly win yeah. oh, <laughs> and i heard that and i was like wow a sermon there was like something on twitter today where like a I don't even know. I didn't read the whole thing, but like someone was like, some police officers are Nazis. And we're like, oh, I'm not going to get into this. Like, <laughs> damn it. Like, I don't really need. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I feel like Twitter is on fire 
this week because of Tumblr. Have you seen that? I mean, yes, I have seen it. Do you mind? Of all times. <laughs> so, yeah, Tumblr, like, is it just completely... They're completely... It's just the adult stuff? So, it's December 17th, I think. Is the official like go live date? Your no adult content, nudity, whatever. Um, which I personally think is gonna kill the app because it's for a multitude, not just porn. I mean, that's a huge part of it, but also like I feel like if there is any place, especially on the internet, where you can just like be free and explore and find communities with similar interests or whatever, Tumblr is that place. And I would say a large majority, like, I'm, like, willing to bet, like, 95% of users are there for some sort of sexual something. And so if you're getting rid of all of that, it's, like, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot. But I had to log off yesterday because right now everybody's, like, oh, they're going to get rid of my nudes, so I'm just going to post them all anyway. (laughs) Or everybody is posting about how... Like, you can have, like, a white supremacist blog, but you can't have a sex blog. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Tumblr been dead. Like, <laughs> I don't really know what to say that hasn't already been said, but I didn't realize people were still in Tumblr or that it was, like, a thing really that mattered. I thought it was just yeah. something you go to and look at and just when you're bored and you yeah. have to do but like I haven't been on Tumblr for so long that I just can't relate to it and that, see that's what it. I tweeted because I feel like I couldn't get I couldn't be on Tumblr because everybody's either going like pseudo nude or just like posting memes about how the Tumblr staff algorithm isn't working or whatever and then people being on Twitter and complaining about it on Twitter and they don't want to release it on Twitter or whatever but so I just tweeted I was like Everybody's pissed off, but at the end of the day, we all should have deleted our blogs, like, a long time ago, because a lot of us started them when we were, like, 14. 2010. Just for, like, we're, like, me personally, Tumblr, I just feel like I'm so far removed from that. Yeah. Now I use it to look at, like, comic book art and stuff, but if I'm not going to use Tumblr anymore, I can always look elsewhere. Literally any other social media everywhere. I just think that Tumblr has so many, like dark corners <laughs> yeah <laughs> they got like the furry corner yeah. <laughs> they have like really scary like homicidal people on Tumblr yeah. they run across they have eating disorder stuff so it's like I don't think that's a healthy environment anyway that's like the le- the adult pictures yeah. are the least of Tumblr's worries um, I'd get it if it was more like because of the child porn yeah. thing that initially got their app removed mm-hmm. from the app store but I, like, that's not even, like, fixing the problem. And people, all the crazies are still going to be on there. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Um, I won't be sad to see it. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm down to Twitter and, like, (laughs) we're just. Which is so funny because Twitter is the one app that I have, like, sometimes I'm on Facebook or I'm on Instagram and you'll be scrolling and I'm like, I'm so sick of this fucking app. I'm sick of these people, whatever. Twitter, I've never said that about Twitter. I just yeah. always feel home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With Twitter. It's my absolute favorite place to be. 
Gay Twitter gets me every time. <laughs> it's all Twitter. They, but you know what's so funny? Yeah. Have you ever been on depression Twitter and like seen all of those memes? I've seen so many depression <sighs> memes. They're but... so fucked up, but they're like, they're the they're the best like, ones, and I can't example. share them with anybody. Oh well, now I'm on the spot and I can't think of any. But uh, well, it's you, good you can't stuff. Share depression memes with me, like you have can, I not? I'm sure you have, but I'm probably just like, huh? Oh, like <laughs> just move on. <laughs> it was with just my a day. Tuesday. Yeah, that's what exactly. it is. So it's not that I didn't share them with you. It's just too relatable that it just didn't even register. It was register. just a normal part yeah. of my day. I'm just <laughs> laughing at my pain. Oh god, that's terrible. But yeah, Twitter is just you can get any. There's everything that you could want in a social media platform, like yeah. on Twitter. And I get all my news there. <laughs> like, at least start out with my news Same. there. I feel like they report or like there are people tweet about stuff faster than actual like news stations report things. Yeah, especially that, um, what is what is Twitter's called? The Discover page, the Explore page, whatever. Um, I feel like everything is always current. They now have like chronological order of like what's most important or whatever. And mm-hmm. if somebody's died, Twitter knows about it immediately and it's like the top of the yeah the page. I mean, it's not always perfect. Like sometimes it's like Nick Jonas and <laughs> Priyanka <laughs> Chopra yeah. are having their engagement party. And I'm like, okay, they've been trying to get married for like five weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been forever. But That seems so like... random to me that they got married. I feel like they just met. I think they've been together for like at least a year. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to secure that bag too. <laughs> I mean, on both ends. But like, do you know what's crazy is she is, I, I feel like she is like 10 times richer than he is. Probably. So people don't know this, but Priyanka, I fucking love Priyanka. Oh, she's and beautiful. She is, Priyanka is like, I read an article that equated her to, or said that she was the equivalent, the Indian equivalent or Bollywood equivalent of Jennifer Aniston. And I feel like Jennifer Aniston just like isn't big enough. <laughs> I don't know if that's a <laughs> that's such an insult. Weird to, to say. Priyanka. For me, I would say she's more like the Bollywood equivalent of like a J Lo because she acts, sings, models, has yeah. endorsement deals. Like Priyanka is huge in Bollywood, and she only minorly. But a lot of people don't know this, but she tried to break music in America first, which didn't work out. Priyanka, sorry, sweetie. (laughs) But, no, but seriously, she had some bops. Her music was good. Stuff that could rival, like, all the stuff that people like from, like, J-Lo and Selena Gomez and stuff like that, Priyanka was doing. And I I guess she was just, I don't know if she was too foreign or they didn't market market her enough or whatever, but it just didn't take off. But um, it wasn't until Quantico is is where she blew up. Me trying to picture... Like, that elegant woman mm-hmm. in, like, a network television show. I just feel... I, I would never believe that she was on that show yeah. if I hadn't, like, read actually read about it. But she that seems so, like... She's, like, that's out of... That show is out of her league, I guess? Is that how you say it? I don't know. But, like, she's too good for the show. She's too... She, she has the range. Yeah. <laughs> and she should be doing literally anything else. Yeah. You know, like, getting married to Nick Jonas. And so. so I felt like, um, I felt like they had known each other. I mean, they could have been dating for a year and just had not told anybody. But I feel like once they told somebody, they were married like twelve hours later. I think the Met Gala is when they Republic, or right before. But I think they were talking already regularly then. I read like a People article <laughs> because <laughs> they kept throwing their news in my face. Yeah, but the. 
they've been having like a lot of engagement parties and things like I that. I saw that. I every time I, I see I keep seeing headlines that say see Priyanka's wedding dress and every time I see it it's a different dress. So did I'm you like, see did her they train? just get Yes. Because oh, I saw they had like an aerial like drone camera yeah, following around. And this it was church like and... a huge like triangle. oh which is had funny like five people needed to hold it. <laughs> yeah. Which I kept seeing things like um people were posting like, Oh my god, goals and whatever. People that post about relationships are just people that post about other relationships to me are so like it's the most unattainable thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like I, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but I just feel like girls it's mostly girls. I mean there are a few guys. I know some guys that are like that. Yeah. But they're I think between like movies and then stuff like this women have like this unattainable like image of what weddings or love are like mm-hmm. because they'll post about something like they'll post like the videos of her train and they're like oh my god goals or whatever and it's like you work three days a week at boston market like you're <laughs> <laughs> local like, twitter yeah you're not working hard <laughs> enough for this you know yeah um but yeah that's the downside of like twitter you get to see all that stuff too <laughs> forced to read these things yeah <laughs> i think something like i don't know like there's like a lot of like well i don't need this to be happy i just need this you know like yeah. that type of thing i'm like okay no one cares Karen. <laughs> um there was like one example the other day i saw of someone's post from facebook that they got married or got proposed to in front of the eiffel tower in paris and then yeah. someone was like I don't need to get engaged in front of the Eiffel Tower. I just need, like, all I need to be is just laying in bed with with my guy, and he could just hand me a ring. And I'm like, yeah. the bar is so low. <laughs> it really is for me. <laughs> like, you deserve better. You don't realize it yet, but yeah. you deserve better. Relationships this day and age, especially with the internet, are just are, are so weird. Because you've got people that, like, repost photos of, like, couples hugging. Couples hugging in front of a sunset, and they're like, "Oh my god, relationship goals!" And it's like, re- a hug, really? You've never had a hug before, and that's <laughs> the the bar truly is. Yeah. God, we go too easy on guys. I think. Yeah, like especially to, after the like the way guys act in relationships is so weird because after thank you next. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> oh my god, um, thank you next okay. is a movement. We got to yes. talk about oh, that next. Oh yeah, we got to talk but... about that. But yeah, thank you next. I don't know, like. Did you see that video someone did? Like, they rapped over her beat. No. And they were, like, trying to make it seem like he was the victim, the ex mm. being the victim. It's like, that's... I, I know that your brains can't comprehend yeah. the, the deeper message that is right there. Right. But it's not about, like, trash-talking your exes. Like, I just had this conversation the other day about that song. So a guy was talking about how he didn't like it because he was bashing. And I was like, if you actually listened to that song... She didn't bash any... You think Mac Miller died and she's bashing him? Right. <laughs> like, she is saying... She did a really great interview one time. Was it Rolling Stone or something? I don't remember. But she had just broken up with Big Sean. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer, instead of referring to her as... You know, it's always like Ariana Grande, comma, pop star, and then whatever her age is. And then they continue. Um, the interviewer ref- said Ariana Grande and then referred to her as big sean's ex rather than pop star or whatever and she stopped the interview and was like no i am not his ex good i am ariana 
that is it. And so what she's saying in that song is, this relationship was fucked up, this relationship was fucked up, this was fucked up. I don't hate any of these people, but I'm also not defined by, I am not the yeah, ex-girlfriend. I'm a different person now yeah. because of those experiences. Which is so crazy that like Ariana Grande would be referred to as so-and-so's ex because... Ariana Grande is bigger than all five of those men put yeah, together. Yeah, I was like, who's like, Ricky? No team. Yeah. <laughs> like, who Ooh. is Rick? Is that the... So the guy that she dated from... What was the name of that band? The Janoskians? Is that Ricky? I, I honestly don't know. Like, she could look, be talking about literally anyone. But I feel like she was going in chronological order. So I probably wasn't listening to her at the time or as invested in her life. What do you life. mean at the time? I don't know when... Because... When Big Shine and Ariana oh, together, was, but you that was to a like, while ago. Okay, right, I feel right, right. like I thought you were saying that you didn't start listening to Ariana Grande until like two albums ago. I really That's what okay, I would say. so like I liked Ariana Grande, but I wasn't. I didn't go as hard for her as I do now. Oh like after like. I'm not getting into this because we're gonna. Start this writing. is Ricky. Who is Ricky? When did this happen? Ricky Alvarez. See, I don't know. First of all, who That's is Ricky saying. Alvarez? What? Look at this. There's like a whole bunch of pictures of them boot up. Ariana and a fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So he was one of her dancers. Oh. Yeah, he was one of her dancers. There's a few of photos of them on stage together. Interesting. So he clearly probably is not working for her now, I would assume. Yeah, well. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, that is hilarious. I don't know. I feel like. If she was trashing anyone, it was the first three and not Mac Miller. <laughs> well, uh, right. Yeah. Um, and let me just tell you, after that song came out, I'm glad people stopped like coming for her yeah. for Mac Miller because, like, as if she caused his depression and addiction. She had a whirlwind year. I she was did. thinking about that. Was Manchester this year? That was last year. That was like two years. I thought like 2016. It still feels fresh to me. Probably 2017. Like, but maybe she it's because it's always brought up, but. Yeah, and we've had so many tragedies as a country. Like, Ugh, listen. So the yeah, she's had the Manchester. She's had all the Piggy stuff with Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> the adoption of Piggy Smalls. Yeah, um, I was thinking about it today. I was thinking about um, when I was thinking about things to talk about today. We were talking about doing like a a year end review. And I was trying to think about the best album this year. And I honestly have to say, I think Sweetener may have been... Well, no, that's... Well, Casey okay. Musgraves' Golden Hour came mm, out this year. No. We were uh, going but, somewhere, and no, then... But Sweetener... You lost I me. loved Sweetener. Yeah, Sweetener's... There are no skips. Like, there I could, are no <laughs> skips. I can listen to every song, and... I don't know. I can listen to every song, too, but I can never make it past... And if I do make it past, it's only after I've played the song 45 times in a row, but I can't get past R.E.M. It's my absolute favorite. Oh, I love that song. And That was the first one I heard off that. I heard the original demo, or the finished demo, whatever, that Beyonce did. I like Ariana's better. Just the way it was. They like rearranged it and changed some of the words and whatever. Yeah. But Ariana's is, is way better. Yeah, she... Way better. That was definitely a really good album, and I'm, I don't know why like it doesn't... It seems to have... It seemed to have peaked already as far as like... And that's because of the gays. <laughs> I know, they because moved on so quickly. But. Not only that, but there were a lot of people that didn't like that it wasn't... Um, 
pop music in general, but as far as Ariana's discography goes, it's what I like about this album is that it wasn't about quote unquote bops. It was a body of work. Although full of bops. Right? You just aren't going to the right clubs or you don't know <laughs> the right people or you've been influenced in the wrong way. But it was kind of like, I compare that to like Rihanna's anti. Anti work is kind of like the only real song on that album that you can. Well, no, that's not true. Because Needed Me, like, if I was in a strip club, and I'm... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, Rihanna said, I don't give a fuck about radio singles. I'm just going to make good music. And she put out an entire album of the just... The girls got fall- fed. <laughs> <laughs> the girls the Navy. got fed. Yes. The Navy was fed. Um, you, do you know what? I was listening to The Read the other day. I'm still getting caught up. But, um... Yeah, that's so- Kid Fury was saying, um, they were talking about how Rihanna now doesn't even, like, somebody asked her about music, and she doesn't even give him attitude anymore. She's just like, I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Kid Fury said, uh, we've kind of seen a lot of growth from Rihanna, because she used to cuss people out, and now she's kind of like, oh, well, I got my millions, I'm about to design furniture, and my makeup is off the chart, or whatever. So he was like, shout out to the Navy, because they don't care if they're being dragged or praised, they just love Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. And that's how like I feel. the healthiest fan base. <laughs> Right? I have never gotten in any beef on Twitter. Right. I didn't even know they were called the Navy. They just mind their business. (laughs) I didn't know they existed. I thought we were just Rihanna stands. Oh my God. Like independently. But have you always been a Rihanna stand? Yes. Like, okay. So I, when I remember having my little iPod shuffle that held like 15 Mm -hmm. songs. (laughs) Yeah. And Unfaithful and like. Unfaithful still slaps. You could put out any song today next to Unfaithful. Yeah. Unfaithful wins. Her older music, I was such a big fan of. I So I have always loved Rihanna. This sounds really bad, but it wasn't until after the whole Chris Brown situation happened. And then Rated R came out, and that's when I, like, really paid attention to her. Because she was like... <laughs> this is this sounds misogynistic, but as, like, a young twink, these were the thing. This was, like, the gateway. <laughs> but... <laughs> That whole Chris Brown thing happened and she just stopped wearing clothes and she started smoking weed and saying the N-word and I was like, oh, I'm here for this. <laughs> oh. And yeah, and now like Rihanna just puts out. I also tried to think the other day what my favorite Rihanna album was and I don't, I think Loud is it overall, mm-hmm. but it changes on it. It's, it depends on who I am that day. Anti is my favorite. like. Uh, was really good. Kiss yeah. it better. Such a good song. <laughs> Consideration. I had heard that um, that song, Consideration uh-huh. with SZA, like that was supposed to be SZA's song, and Rihanna yeah. came in and was like, this is my song. Yeah. <laughs> you can feature right. it if you want, but I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it ended up much better being a Rihanna song, because I, yeah. I mean, SZA's control is beautiful in itself, too. Control is great. I don't listen to it as often as everybody else. Like, people are still playing Control. That's probably, you and know how Spotify like does, like, the most listened yeah. thing at the end of the year? That's probably going to be the album <laughs> that they're like, okay, you wouldn't stop playing this. <laughs> so. I feel like everyone is always playing that album, and I, I kind of I kind of like dip my toe in it every It's like every the more you listen to it, the better it gets. <laughs> I, there are just some songs, and they're, like, I feel like I'm listen to the whole album so many times but there's times where like i hear a song and i feel like i'm hearing it for the first time and i'm like oh yeah like that shit yeah and i'm like I, I think it also depends too like if you're like where you are in your life too 
maybe I'm just not. Yeah, uh, you're not I'm too at a open. Point in my life where I. Yeah. I can relate to it fully. Yeah, it's definitely emotional shit, and I feel like I just uh, over romanticize things <laughs> when it comes to relationships. I, so that just that just makes me feel. Maybe like that's more what safe. it is. I'm just not attached to it lyrically, but sonically, I love it. Yeah. Um. I don't like singles. I hate radio singles, but I love Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew Barrymore is my favorite. And my album. favorite is... Um, I like Garden. Uh, Prom is my favorite. Prom's good. Prom is my absolute favorite. There's like one song, you know that song, Supermodel? Mm-hmm. So every time I hear it, it's so funny to me because she says like, I've been... Sleeping with your homeboy. Like, the way she says yeah. it, it sounds like she's doing, like, do re me? Like, <laughs> I've been sleeping with your homeboy. And I'm just, oh, that's man. honestly such a mood. You would think by now, as popular as she is, she'd have another album out or something. But she... Yeah, we're... Yeah. What does she do now? Create capsule collections for Gap? It's, what? She has a collection for Gap. And it's not even a collection. It's like she brought back... They, like, brought back pieces from the 90s. Uh, we gotta go to the like, gap. <laughs> you didn't see that? No. Co- commercial? They brought back this collection of stuff from the 90s. And she they were like calling it her collection, but it really wasn't. It was just, she was more of the face mm-hmm. of it. And they like shot this whole commercial and had this social media campaign. And they got a bunch of like YouTube celebrities and like online influencers to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you haven't no, heard of this or but seen she it. like kind of... She quit music, I thought, for a while. Like, I think she genuinely hated, like, the music industry and didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I I feel like a lot of people say that. And then the coins run out and... Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I'm sure she's living... Lily Allen has said for, like, at least the last three albums that she's done with music. And then every three years, it's like, hey, girls, I'm going to I don't know. Everything to feel something. (laughs) That was a a goodbye track. Yeah. So, like... SZA is... I don't know what she's doing. I think that she's supposed to be releasing Control Part 2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But we... Like, I can't trust any news I see on Twitter regarding new music. Yeah, they... Yeah. Because if you left it up to the internet every Friday, Rihanna would be releasing a new album. <laughs> the only person I trust is that um, Mad Black Thought or Emo Black Thought on yeah. Twitter. Like, because she's... Every time, especially with Beyonce news, she's always pretty much right like she will predict something yeah. or say something like i wouldn't be surprised if she was like in Bay's personal hive mm-hmm. like but i pretty sure like she's clairvoyant when it comes to beyonce stuff because um that just reminded me the carters was also oh yeah a great album but i never make it past ape shit that's like the first song i feel like that's but i feel like ape shit is probably one of the best singles released all year I didn't really, like, I liked the album because it was something new, but I, after a while, I didn't really like the other tracks, aside from, like... There are, like, four songs on there that I get down. But yeah, Ape Shit, ooh, like that video, Renting Out the MoMA. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't the MoMA, it was the Louvre. Oh, yeah. In Paris, yeah. A step up from the MoMA. Yeah, oh my god, come correct. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I want to be on that level. Like, yeah, I can't believe they just... We're going to film a video here next week. Can, can you just imagine having that money? 
No. <laughs> like, I could never. Oh, I saw like, a tweet today that someone said, like, people think they're going to be making billions of dollars without having to kill somebody. <laughs> I saw that. That's I'm fucking like, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that's probably right. Beyonce's probably capped somebody. Okay. No, I think she has. Well, not her personal. Do you remember that they had a security guard on their team? And there were rumors that they fired him. And he was, like, into child porn or something. Mm, yeah. Because he was, like, jerking off to Blue Ivy's passport or whatever. And then they fired him. And then, like, three days later, they found him dead <laughs> somewhere in, like, Miami yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, no. J, B and J, they got shooters. <laughs> in these, yeah. There's, like, no doubt in my mind. They, they have, like, politician money. Yeah, snuff money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The Illuminati's real. We just confirmed. Yeah, and Dark Hair V is here to stay. <laughs> she got that wig on. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. Did you watch that Global Citizen performance that she did? In the Rainbow Versace? Yeah, like, you know that picture of Ed Sheeran and her? Oh, like, no, no, no. That yeah. was something else. No, I didn't see it. No, I just saw I saw, like, clips of that, but... Like she came out in her her black her dark haired wig and that get up that mm-hmm. dress and performed Halo with like a whole new I guess what are they like an orchestra or mm-hmm. like I guess like with a different arrangement a different arrangement yeah so it was like so good like I don't even know if, where to find it mm-hmm. still trying to find Beachella but. <laughs> Still, everybody's trying to find Beachella. That got snatched quick. Yeah, but I Coachella had weekend. a source. I had a good link, and I watched part of it. Remember that? You time? You should have downloaded it. But, okay, so someone on Twitter did that and got suspended. And like, mm. she said that she like had it in the depths of her Dropbox, and it just disappeared one day. <laughs> B's legal team does not. Play. Her impact. So like, B's legal team is like like on a Marvel level. Yeah. They're constantly looking for things. Yeah. That's so scary. She's got a team of people that we just. We don't need like, to be worried about the FBI looking at our webcams. We need to be worried about. Blue Ivy. Yeah. Rumi, sir. She oh puts them to God. work already. Yeah. That is so funny. Uh, what do we got next? Marvel. Specifically, Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Baddest uh, bitch in space. Yeah, but people. Okay. Okay, don't, don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm here for it. I am. Mister, I'm shaking. I have... Well, no, that trailer was great. I just have... Um, when it comes to... How do I phrase this? I have a lot of conversations with people about females in comic books. Because if it was up to me, it would be only females <laughs> in comic books. Um, and Marvel is kind of like... I am very excited for Captain Marvel. Like, deathly excited. But I, Marvel has like this like weird like fake feminism. Mar- I'm, Marvel Studios, not Marvel Comics. Um, it's like, they're kind of... Everybody's freaking out about, about this like hero, shiro, like her mm-hmm. wordplay that they're doing in all the trailers. And it's like, okay, but we asked... 10 years ago for a Black Widow movie. Yeah. And you excluded the Wasp from the Avengers. Like, the Wasp was written into the first draft of the Avengers. And she was written out. And, um, was it Infinity War? It was either, I think it was Infinity War. It's, 
one of the last three Marvel movies to come out. I don't remember which one it was. Either Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, or Infinity War. They did like a 10-year commemorative director's panel. And they got directors from the last 10 years of all Marvel movies to get together and do a circle discussion. And Joss Whedon did the... Girl, Flop fuck, Whedon. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a, I have a love-hate relationship with Joss Whedon, but the ratio is like... This much, ten to so ninety, much yeah. Um, to this little love. But so he was talking about the he was talking about the Avengers, and he said, um, the both the Wasp and Black Widow were written in the first draft of the Avengers, and then the further that it got into a production, everyone was like, oh, well, we don't want two females, and because Gwyneth, or I'm sorry, because uh, Scarlett Johansson was fresh off the success of Iron Man two. They decided to keep Black Widow and scrap Wasp. And that, when he said that, that like instantly pissed me off. Yeah. Because first of all, the Wasp, it doesn't, they were going to go with uh, Hope's version, even though it should have been Janet. But the the Wasp is, in a, she's a founding member of the Avengers. <laughs> if you Google the Avengers, the comic, you'll see just as many pictures, if, I'm, if not more pictures of the Wasp than Black Widow. And so when he said that, it just upset me because I was like, it's just, it's misogyny because nobody would ever walk into that meeting and be like, whoa, 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 Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk, no, there's too many guys. Scrap one of them. We got to get rid of one of them. Yeah. And so someone was like, the Wasp and Black Widow, we got to get rid of one of them, even though they kept Maria Hill, which it just like, it, I don't, so it it just pisses me off. And then we've had this whole back and forth thing and, and it's not like they're not aware that we wanted a female movie because they have put my problem with this is is they only want one female but i feel like they have overworked scarlett johansson and that's the nicest thing i can say about scarlett also johansson. we are off that train now so <laughs> but, but i just i feel like they they constantly give her the best lines the best cameos the best choreographed scenes Who, scarlett? scarlett black widow but then she doesn't have a movie She's she does more press than any of those men together for all of those movies. She's on every talk show, every Comic Con panel, every interview, wherever. And she's been asked for ten years, when are we gonna get a Black Widow movie? And Marvel just pretends like Y'all hear something? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so Yeah. Then Wonder Woman takes off. Yeah. And I now have to say. now all of a sudden females are They'd be stupid to not jump on that but it's annoying though as a company but it is is annoying and so but i had this conversation with someone recently because i i made this vow that i will no longer buy justice league merchandise i think i told you this i will no longer buy i will no longer buy justice league merchandise that has every member of the team on there except for wonder woman when they're selling justice league t-shirts and stuff to boys Every, they'll have the most obscure characters. They always have the mainstays, Batman, Flash, Superman, whatever. And then they'll have like a random like Red Tornado. I as a comic book reader know who Red Tornado is. Yeah. But a four-year-old toddler doesn't know who that is. And so it's random. And so they'll put characters like that on there, but they won't put Wonder Woman on there because mm-hmm. she's a woman. And I had this conversation with someone recently and he said, I said, it doesn't matter where you go in the world. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman. Unarguably the three Ones biggest and most recognized around the world. And I said, Wonder Woman 
people don't know this, but like Wonder Woman hasn't been canceled like a lot of other comics. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone swears they love the Guardians of the Galaxy because of the movies. They don't read the comics. The comics never last longer than 30 issues. It's yeah. constantly being revamped. Wonder Woman has never had that in her entire 75, well, at this point, 77-year career. But she's still undermined. And so the person that I was having this conversation with was like, oh, well, yeah, but do you think that you only see it that way because you're a Wonder Woman fan? And I was like, well, yeah, yes and no. Like, yeah. um, like a perfect example, Aquaman's getting ready to come out. Yeah. And Mira, I feel like Mira is going to be a big part. And I was saying to him, 47% of comic book consumers are females. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. And when we say comic book fan, we're talk- comic book fan is like an umbrella. We're talking about movies, comics, whether it be trade paperback, single issues, costumes, action figures, t-shirts, whatever. And in comic books, he called it a fad. That's where the problem started. He called women being in the forefront. One of the directors? No, no, no. The person that I was having this conversation with referred to it as women now being a fad. And I said, okay, but you're saying that. You have no idea what you're saying. And he goes, what do you mean? I don't know what I'm saying. It's, It's a fact. And I said, you are saying that as someone who watches movies, you're as someone who watches comic book movies, but doesn't read comic books. The thing about comic book movies is with Thor comics, you have to sell Thor comics to Thor fans, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty linear, it's singular. With Thor movies, you have to sell Thor movies to Thor fans, but you also have to sell Thor to th- the mother of a Thor fan. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? You have to, your your audience is a little the scope is bigger. Yeah. And so he called it a fad. Is this the same person that said Black Panther was just a superhero movie? No. Okay. Someone else. You need to get new friends. Yeah. <laughs> I do need to get I need to get more open-minded friends, but but he so he called women in comics now. He was saying, oh, Wonder Woman happened, and all of a sudden we're getting the wasp and uh and Captain Marvel and whatever. And I said They have existed for so long. And that's what I said, and I said, what you do not understand is I use Aquaman as an example because Mira is the perfect example. Mira's name is Mira. It has always been Mira. It has never been anything else. Mm-hmm. But people refer to her as Aqua Girl or Aqua Woman. There is an Aqua Girl, but it's not Mira. It's mm-hmm. someone else. And so I said to him, what you don't understand is women have always been the forefront. If you, I've, There are people that still think Wolverine's name is X-Man because right. he's, because oh, he's no. the main one. But if I asked you to name X-Men characters, other than Wolverine and Cyclops, every other X-Men character that you would name would be women. Yeah. Because the, the, they, they're the holding women... They're holding it down. They are holding it down, but like they're also the better characters. Storm is a much better character than Cyclops. Yeah. Facts. So, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> That's what about to say. And so I, I was saying to him, yes, the book is called Aquaman, but Mira, since her inception has never been second string to mm-hmm. Aquaman. She has always been an equal. And so you are saying that as someone who does not read comics. And now, because of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. people now take that seriously. Marvel wasn't doing that. Marvel said that themselves, in fact. The villain of Iron Man 3... Or was it Iron... No, it was Iron Man 3. The villain of Iron Man 3 was supposed to be a woman. 
and they changed it because it was Hasbro or someone said female they wanted to sell action figures to coincide with the movie and they said female action figures don't sell and so they changed it to a male and now all of a sudden Captain Marvel's getting this movie and not only is she going to get action figures but she's getting Barbie dolls and so it's like I it's like this fake feminism thing I'm really excited they're still going to get my money oh yeah for sure um, and I finally like I'm like why did they pick that day of all days and then I realized it's that interna- it's International Women's Day on March 8th oh we've had this conversation I and forgot about that which always steals my shine every year but you were born on International Women's Day yeah that's a sign I found out my gender you're a catalyst like, for change <laughs> um yeah I guess that's a way to define it like <laughs> a coincidence yeah a really un- um inconvenient coincidence cause you never talk about my birthday without someone like women are wonderful and great and happy International Women's Day. But now I'm just like Captain Marvel Day. Yeah. Captain Marvel Day. Like I- I'm really excited. I um I bought Captain Marvel books and never touched them. I didn't start reading them until the movie was announced. Yeah. Um and so I started reading it. She's actually really cool and I I've I've read like Avengers books and stuff and she shows up all the time in those yeah. but I never read her solo stuff and so I, I started reading that it's really good stuff it's yeah it's up there with I mean you know I what Wonder Woman's New 52 is probably like one of my favorite comics of all time and I would say um, Captain Marvel's books are up there they're also written by uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick who yeah. is responsible for the inception of Carol Danvers as we know her now which is what the movie will be based on um but I would highly recommend those books if anybody's looking to get into comics yeah that's that's a good place to start yeah the new 52 is definitely like the one I started with and I'm still reading yeah no you're reading the rebirth okay you moved on to rebirth but yeah that one was pretty that one seemed to go for a long time too but I have more problems with the fact that they when they do have female characters like the female characters are like you said i mean like mira she's not a sidekick to aquaman but it doesn't seem like they're treated even wonder woman too like in justice league i feel like still she's treated kind of like a joke well that's yeah i know it's kind (laughs) of a one-off but and for them but that was a really good character mm-hmm. and for that to happen to a good character like they could really butcher it yeah for a few other characters that are not justice big. league listen we don't talk justice league <laughs> because that was just a flop and a half it, that doesn't even like begin to scratch the surface <laughs> of, of how i wanted to was, like it for you and like i wanted to like it for me too <laughs> and, I, and i feel like i saw that movie seven times oh. and you were probably one of like two people that I was talking to, and every time I saw that movie, it just the like, right, you, I my review just being, got progressively yeah. worse. You and would be on Snapchat like, "This is my Justice League <laughs> grade." Like it was like a thirty minute rant. Was, yeah, yeah, and then it was like a C, or yeah, it was like a C when you began, and then like days later, it was like, "Okay, so this is why my review is an F." Yeah, <laughs> it just it it uh, he would uh, oh my god. I just don't even... I mean, the story was terrible, but what he did to the women in that movie was Joss Whedon. It just... And it's it's really weird because, you know, people like to bring up the fact that he he's not anti-female. And I don't think he's anti-female. I think he just doesn't 
he's got to he's got to practice the sexy lamp theory a little more. I think. I'm just like, um, how can that person who made one of my favorite shows, Buffy? People bring up Buffy all the time. Yeah, and, I and just, that's a great example because that was a really empowering show. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know like, what he did in just. I mean, what he did to Diana was bad. He completely fucked up Lois Lane mm-hmm. and just kind of like shit on everything that Zack Snyder and Amy Adams had like built up to. And we had this like, for the first time we had, we just had this conversation a few minutes ago, the Superman from the 80s, Christopher, what, that, that's not my Superman. And that was kind of like... They made Lois Lane this like damsel in distress and so no no what's no, his no, face no, no. can no, 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 Henry no. whatever no, Cable could it, run it's incomparable to me <laughs> really but but like that Lois Lane that was not Lois Lane right Lois Lane is a feminist icon not just a comic book character she is a feminist icon and yeah Superman saves her but at the end of the day if Superman wasn't around she would do pretty all right for herself yeah. and I feel like Amy Adams. Lois was like the first time that that was really brought to life on screen and so we did a really great job with her in Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice and then we get to Justice League and her and Diane Lane are cracking jokes about being thirsty you know you know what I mean it's like or or Superman comes to life and coming back to life feels itchy or whatever it was and then Lois Lane says something about how he smells good or whatever like Mm -hmm. that has like what the fuck? <laughs> that has nothing to do with yeah. with anything. And so, I, Joss, we, I just... I Stop making movies, please. At least the movies that we care about. <laughs> Make, give him like a D-list superhero that we yeah. can... He can fuck around with and no one cares about. And right. I just... I, oh, but Captain Marvel. Let's get back to her. Let's get back to Captain Marvel. So... Yes. Um, uh, trailers. Second trailer... Was dropped yet? Uh, yeah. Yesterday, day before yesterday. Day, be- day before yesterday. Yeah, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, me <laughs> I just know I have to be at work at some point this week. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so that trailer dropped, and I watched it five times. Like as soon as I got home, I watched it five times in a row, and I just couldn't. I've watched it about ten times a day since it. Good. Dropped. It needs the views because <laughs> I just think that. This is going to be, even with Wonder Woman out, it's going to be on another level. Because... This is going to have a bigger impact because it's Marvel. And so yeah, I, that's I, true. I feel like the, which is not fair, which I don't want to say, but, but or it pains me to say, but... I mean, you lose the battle in war, I guess. There we go. Yeah. I But I feel like the audience that showed out for Wonder Woman is going to show out tenfold mm-hmm. for Captain Marvel. Like... Yeah. Brie is about to, like... Her life is about to change, like, even more. Which is crazy, because I, I guess I've never really paid attention, but the more I go... The more She's I in, look, like, everything. But the more I look back at it, our generation is obsessed with her. And they always have been. I've just never paid attention to it. She's always been on my radar. I know who she is, and because yeah. I grew up in the Disney era when she was on those shows and in those movies or whatever. But our generation, like, she heavily fucks game. with her. Yeah. Yeah, she... Yeah. I have watched a lot of her recent movies, and I just she's just plain white girl, but I'm <laughs> like in love. You know what's cool though? What I really like, and, and I she's I, very I, into like 
intersectional feminism. Yes, that's literally what I was about to say. And I feel like, and it's not just her, like, I, I feel like a lot of these females, except for Scarlett Johansson, I, I feel like all of these females getting these roles actually embody, like, what these girls stand for. Yeah. Um, because, like, if you go on, like, like Gal, Gal's probably, she's a little more... Um, yeah, there would be, like, ten people, for every, like, compliment you can give about her, there'd be, like, ten people that would have something to say. But, but I'm, I mean, like, Gal, like, so, like, Minka Kelly, right now, who's on Titans, mm-hmm. playing um, Dove, it totally embodies, like, she is... She is her character, and I I think Brie Larson is also Carol Danvers. They they, I guess it's like a practice what you preach situation, because mm-hmm. she's playing this awesome dope female character that's really accepting of. I mean, in the comic, she's accepting of like like literal aliens and mutants and like different types of people, and then in real life, she's like hey, you need to read this book about white fragility and white privilege and we need to stop treating transgender people like this. Like, she's, mm-hmm. she yeah. is, like, very educated and, and knows what she's doing. And Minka Kelly is and That just makes that attraction way. so much harder to break. I'm <sighs> just like, yeah. she, oh my God, like, she's not just preaching white femi- white uh, cis-scrawl yeah. feminism. And I am so happy that she's doing a role like this because I feel like if anyone deserves it, it's her. And I hope that she, I said this to my brother the other day, I hope she signed her deal, right? Because she could get a check for playing this role. And I, if they, if they market it right, she could very easily give it three or four years, I feel like. People won't even be talking about, I feel like when you talk about Marvel, you instantly think Robert Downey Jr. because he started it all. And no matter what role he's played before or pre- or now, whatever, people will always see him as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like embodied what the MCU is. Gave it three or four years and I think we won't even be talking about him anymore. It will just be Carol Danvers. Which is how it is in the comics. <laughs> that's that's what she is and now. what about it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited for it. And I hope, um, my hope, is that we work our way towards the A-Force, which is an all-female Avengers team. And the exciting thing about that is is it's not just... It's not like it's Carol Danvers leading it and then there's, like, B-list superheroes. It's, like, heavy list... Like, heavy A-list uh, heroes on that team. So mm-hmm. I very... And I, I swear to... I just think that if they made movies about, like, the Air Force and Carol Danvers and, like, if the Dora got their own movie and Shuri became the Black Panther... I swear to God, the amount of money that Marvel is making now would look like pennies in in sofa cushions compared to what we would yeah what they could be getting. I feel like uh, yeah, uh, as a fan and like from this side of things, I definitely think that those types of movies or like I guess movies focusing on those characters would is what we want. Like you know, it's what the people want. It's diversity. But I just feel like even if they did it, they wouldn't do it right. They, like Marvel, like well, I feel like they can't argue. Just... I unfortunately cannot argue yeah, <laughs> with you about I that. Yeah, I mean, like they're gonna rush it, or they're gonna—I don't know what they're gonna do, but they're not. But something is not gonna be I, right. I, I would love to be a consultant. I just—I I could help them out in in ways. You that... Feel like a queer eye, but for Marvel. Yes, like, for their yeah. own company. Yeah, because I—I I, I just like I'm so invested in this that like 
it sounds like cocky and I get kind of snobby when it comes to comic books, but I like I have given my life to this. <laughs> Don't come for me. But <laughs> I've given my life to this and so I kind of I like know what the market mm. wants and whatever and um like the inhumans. I could have saved Marvel millions. Mil- I swear to God, <laughs> like I'm not joking. I haven't seen the Runaways yet. I've heard it's okay, but I, I personally have never cared for them, and so I, it's like the Punisher, who, right. white. It's a white guy with guns. There is nothing special okay. about Frank Castle, nothing at all. But um, what were we talking about? Uh, women and oh, me being consulting. Um. I I feel the same way about DC. D I. DC is like fucking up so bad right now, and they're so much better. Their 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 potential is greater than what they're giving. They could easily outshine Marvel, but they just keep shitting themselves. I don't know, like it's mm-hmm. it's just a mess. It's a mess. Wonder Woman is carrying that, that franchise. But what's that, what's crazy movies. is even though they did it, even though they completely butchered her. Not butchered her. They butchered her story. And but oh yeah, oh my god. Harley could have easily. Harley could have been. Bigger, than Gal. Could have been bigger than Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but they waited too long, and now they're trying to put out this Birds of Prey movie and. I, <sighs> Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Which she was on Fallon the other night. I thought she had just like scribbled that on her script because she was messing around. Margot. Okay. She was on Fallon the other night. That's she confirmed. That's the actual name of the movie. So what is it again? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Why? <laughs> For what? She, she said she thinks long movie titles are funny. Oh, she came up with that title? She's she's the producer. Oh. Her her production company is is producing it. Which, listen, I there are there are certain cases I Margot, I think was okay. <laughs> this is I can go off on a tangent forever with this. Harley Quinn is one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's very interesting to have conversations with people who grew up with Batman in like the 80s, who don't care for Harley before Harley was created. But I don't know I don't know Batman comics, much less comics at all, in a world without Harley Quinn. She has always been a staple for me. And she's one of my absolute favorites. I think Margot Robbie did a fantastic job. I don't think anybody more perfect could have been casted to play Harley. Yeah. It's the story and the director... And the Cara studio. <laughs> Cara Delevingne wasn't terrible either. Again, story. It's, yeah. But I but I I put I put Margot's um, Harley in the same boat that I put Jennifer Garner's Electra in. The actress herself did a phenomenal job. She was great. Yeah. It was the writing, story, producers, the execution. It, it, they they didn't they didn't serve the character well, and that's the problem. And so, Suicide Squad in itself, the whole thing was a train wreck. But then you tried to condense Harley's history into montages, and even then they weren't right. When they rewrote 
they mixed Harley's to uh, Harley's complicated. <laughs> it's, it's not good. That yeah, it's it. it's but but there are certain things that the way that they cut that movie, and now you have seven year old girls that are glamorizing Harley Quinn for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and yeah, a lot of what makes her popular, or what has made her popular, like Stockholm syndrome, is a huge part of her history. Whereas here in the Suicide Squad, they made it seem like her and Joker have a loving relationship. Yeah. When in actuality, it is one of... She loves her abuser. very dangerous and abusive. And like that scene where she throws herself into the vat of chemicals to like prove her love, didn't happen like that. He shoved her. And so she didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And then once it happened, she was like, well, I guess this is my life now. And that's how she made peace with it. It wasn't... It wasn't like a, oh my God, I love him so much. Let me just do this for him. Yeah. And it just... It's a dangerous message to put out there. It's, 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 it's dangerous and it's wrong. And so it's like, <laughs> it's, why, I don't, yeah. like, why be both, you know? But... Why be both? But they, they took too long. I mean, she was, she was selling crazy action figures. Her comic was at an all-time high. It's still one of the best, not even for the best females or at DC. It's just one of the best comic book selling mm-hmm. period right now. Have you read that? Have you read Harley's book? No. Okay, we're putting it on your reading list. I should have brought that to you. Damn it. Darn. That book is f- great. And the TV show that's getting ready to come out that'll be on DC Universe is based on that comic. Um, but she had like the highest selling Halloween costume and now it's been like, what, three years since Suicide, Suicide Squad came out? They didn't capitalize on that. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have any problem. I think once Harley's back in the fold, people are going to be excited. But um, now they're making like a Joker and Harley like rom-com then, type deal. And so this, is this where Joaquin Phoenix comes in? This, that's Joker. something else. That's another mess. So I just... I And I don't like the Joker, so I don't... I don't care. I'm just... I don't know. But... Yeah, I'm kind of over that. So just want to see Brie Larson and Gal... Punching yeah. and saving the world. We're also... Um, Captain Marvel kind of sets up the slate for the next round of what Marvel is doing and they want to go yeah. into space and galactic. Um, and she's, I guess, going to be like the starter of all that. Like but we're gonna, Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to see the scrolls in this one, which I'm really excited about because the scrolls are Fantastic Four villains. <laughs> And Fantastic Four are intergalactic. Yeah. And we are going to get them. They're, they become part of the F- Disney Fox acquisition goes into effect, I'm pretty sure, January 1st. So then, so we're one step closer. What are they going to do? Are they make another one? Or are they going to try to use the characters from I, I one that I didn't watch? You know, that movie wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. No, it... Mm. There's a rumor going around that Michael B. Jordan can't act, but I really what? Who said that? Like people, just in general, they like comment on Twitter and stuff like about his acting in their in like, that movie, just particularly? in general, just in general. Oh, like, um, Black Panther. Um, well, now hold on, let me see. You've provoked my thought. Uh, I mean, like I never noticed because you know, too busy. It's Michael B. Jordan, but. Now that I think about it, every movie that I've seen with him, he kind of... Well, except for Killmonger. Killmonger is probably... I haven't seen Creed. But, like, um, that awkward moment and No, I, I would say he can act. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen enough of his movies to know, but... 
I don't either. It, like, I think that's why I'm saying. But I don't think he's a terrible actor. But no one said he's terrible. That he just can't act well, which I think. Who cares? Is he's not hard to look at. I mean, I'm busy biting through my retainer too. <laughs> <laughs> biting right through it. Oh my god, that was a great story. Yeah, and then he went and paid for her He retainer. was on a talk show the other day. He said he went to go pay for it, and the girl was like, oh, no, I have insurance. I'm good. So he was like, okay, well. The integrity on that girl, because I yeah, would be right? like, Same. I, I still, this pair of retainer, or this Same, retainer right? is going to run me a pretty penny. I would have kept that to myself and be like, okay, well, here's my cash app. You can yeah. <laughs> run me some coin. That's fucking funny. What do we got next? You wanted to talk about female rappers, which I can talk about all day. I did, I did want to talk about female rappers. Every time okay. I discover one. So here's my thing. As many female rappers as there are, nobody, kind of Nikki and Cardi are like the top okay, of the Okay, they're not even in this anymore. Well, so here's, they have lost their spot because they're acting like fucking buffoons. Mm-hmm. But the starter of this conversation, we will move on. I just kind of have a simple question, but... Um, the argument is which one was the better album, Queen or Invasion of Privacy? And me, I'm telling you right now, hands Queen. down, no, <laughs> no, Invasion of Privacy. I know, I knew it'd be like this. I honestly have listened to Queen all the way through more than I listened to Invasion of Privacy. How have you listened to? Queen? Oh, there are only like four, maybe five good songs on Queen. There's a lot of good songs on Queen. I don't like Chun Li, Chun Sui. Chun Sui is not good. Oh, I love Chun Sui. And I love Sway. I love Ray Schremer, especially Sway Lee. Um, I laugh every time because Kid Fury said he looks like young Eartha Kitt. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't unsee it <laughs> every young time Eartha I think Kid. of it. I, there's also there's Chun Li. There's, Barbie Dreams. Now listen, if we were going to pick a better single between the two, good form. Oh, all day. Yeah, good form. Okay, the, after that little Wayne video. Wayne, with good, why would she do that? I don't know, but I was like, this isn't it. So like, Finally, she like, the video looked really good. She looked really good. And then and Wayne then came he, out and I was like, he didn't look great. Yeah. He didn't sound great. Like, no, just, I don't Okay, know. so we got Ganja Bird. The first half of Ganja Majesty. Ganja Bird is not good. Most. Barbie Dreams. Barbie Dreams is good. Bed. Thought I Knew You, Chen Sui, Chen Li, LLC, Good Form. Those are, I feel like those, it's a majority of the album. Invasion of Privacy, that came out a while ago, and I actually haven't touched it since like the first week it came out. What? I, I don't know what it is, but I've kind of just like <coughs> distanced myself from liking Cardi because I don't know, like she's, there's just a lot, and she's a lot, and her music really isn't like... As good as I hyped it up in my own mind to be, but it's good. Like, it's whatever. It, I, it just for, okay, so like for me, is it, I have been a Nicki fan since the beginning, like the come up DVD, the mixtapes, all that stuff. Beam me up Scotty, the, the works. <laughs> she, I, I think Pink Friday, the debut album was probably her best album of all of them so far. The thing about Nikki is, is she like puts more work into, I, she's constantly working and putting out more features and I feel like she puts more work into her features than she does her own music mm-hmm. because when, 
Roman Reloaded was coming out, her features up until then, every single one of them, home run, knocked out of the park, sounded fucking phenomenal. And then Roman Reloaded came out, and it was like, what is this Pride Weekend trash? <laughs> like, it, it sounds terrible. What is the album and then, that, that I'm legit with no makeup? That was, uh, that was Roman Reloaded, the re-up. Okay. And then she has, like, she has two, two to, like, five good songs on each album, and then that's it. Cardi's album, every single song was good. I think I can... The whole, the whole album is a body of work. I don't care what you say. I can list... The way I just listed off Nikki's songs, that's how I can list off all the songs I don't like on Invasion of Privacy. But but that's what I'm saying. But you're saying that about... You you said there's... You listed those five songs from Nikki's album that you liked that were good. All of her albums are like that. You can never say, I love this whole album. It's always like, oh, that's this okay. one was I'm cute not- and this one was cute. Whereas Cardi's, they're just all good. What she lacked in the rest of her album, she made up for in Queen Radio. So I'm all good. <laughs> you know what? Rushes. <laughs> 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 she gave us. Oh my god. <laughs> she gave us so much good content, and she kept us fed. And so I'm for that. I'm grateful. Like I, she really is kind of a bully. Um, I think that her fans are crazy. The Barb's are insane. Uh, Which is like probably be the last time you'll hear from me because they'll come for me and my family. But but the barbs never do. They just send hate tweets from homeroom. That's all they do. But they're like psychotic little kids. They like are. they say some of the craziest off the wall stuff. Yeah. Cardi fans are like whatever. They're I don't I don't really see too much about them. But Cardi herself, like I just feel like she had her. She peaked, and then she's just kind of coasting oh right now. Not at all. Not and then at all. this it's just this drama stuff between the both of them, too. Cardi and Nikki. Yeah. I'm so put off by both of them, like, as people. Like, I just but kind of enjoy... But I, I have to say, Cardi actually, like, throwing hands makes me respect her more. Who does she throw hands at? At Nicki Minaj. What, the shoe that but, allegedly but listen, came from her hands? I saw some of the footages. There were so many footages. There were so many footages. And I saw some... But listen, Nikki didn't do anything. She just sat in the corner and talked shit. Okay, but... Cardi took Yeah, they're both in the wrong. They're both too old to be acting like this. Well, facts. Period. (laughs) All expenses. I... I... I I just... I I think I respect people that are about it. And, And that... Cardi took action, and so I was like, okay, she's a, she's from the streets. She's from the Bronx. How many times she got to let you people know? See, like, that's how I feel about Rico Nasty. I feel like she <laughs> would definitely smack a bitch if it's... Same. But I recently found out that, you know, the, the doll rappers, mm-hmm. they, so one of them fought Rico and beat her ass, and I'm like... <laughs> Damn it. Rico, sweetie. See, that's... I love things like that. They're like... Remy Ma is one of my favorites. I'm not like a stan for Remy Ma, but I like her. But I respect her because Remy shot someone and went to jail. Yeah. And got out and is still rapping about shooting bitches. Like, she doesn't regret... She was like... She put her money where her mouth is and she'll do it again. Yeah. (laughs) She has to. And that's why I like her. So what's your excuse with Bad Baby? (laughs) I feel like she wouldn't be about... fucking... I... She's singing about stuff that she has no business singing or rapping about. <laughs> like, older men and stuff. Damn it's kind of weird. No, I look in the way she does. 
Judging the way she does, I feel like she has probably been in some instances where she's been with someone. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she has been mm-hmm. around yeah. older men that have wanted to be with her, but that still makes them creeps. Like, wow. she's underage, and yeah. it's not her fault. But her, her mixtape goes off. Yeah. <laughs> that Charlie XCX Clean Bandit yes. song, I was shook at how much, shook to my core at how much <laughs> I enjoyed that. And even with that, maybe I'm like, as much as I like... Uh, joke on her and stuff i think that song she like can write a beat but did you listen to the mixtape no i'm not gonna listen i'm not gonna give her the satisfaction or my streams but you know yeah you have to uh, maybe once but jojo sawa's track's been waiting or album's been waiting Uh... so you know she might have to get in line (laughs) (laughs) i don't have the words i Okay, so if I had to listen to, if I, if the only way I could, if I was like the last person on earth and the only way I could like, I don't know, what, I don't even know, I'm like, that would sound great, but if I was on an island and I could only bring one CD, <laughs> <laughs> who would you rec- who would you recommend I bring? A Megan, female rap? No, oh. Megan Trainer okay. and her uh, Bad Babies mixtape. Megan Trainer. Oh, see, like absolutely. No, I would drown myself. Like I just. <sighs> I, has I would be the one putting you on the island and saying you're not coming back to civilization until you listen to this Megan trick. Because I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, Daddy has this like urge or compulsion to get me to listen to Megan Trainer, and I'm just so not on that I tra- gonna hop on that love. train. Megan Trainer, and do you know what's so funny? Why is there are a lot of like there are people that can have duality but they still kind of make sense do you know what i mean so like someone can be a marilyn manson fan but then also be a miley cyrus fan like it's they're two totally Me. different things yeah. but it like it, it makes sense i don't know people that know me know that <clears throat> i'm huge into like punk rock and so i listen to a lot of like alkaline trio and like anti-flag and then i'm listening to like uh cupcake and I, I'm, I'm into like some hardcore stuff within their genres and then yeah. they find out that i like Megan Trainer and it's like hold, whoa <laughs> hold the phone unacceptable I love Megan Trainer I don't get it like <laughs> and we'll never I, get it I there is nothing that you could say <laughs> in this God world that would get me to okay, listen so to a Megan Trainer track but just let me let me state my case mm. I like Megan Trainer because I'm a huge I love aesthetics. Right? So that's like a huge thing for me. Okay. Megan's music is very heavily influenced by like doo-wop and vintage like soda pop, mm. like 50s, 60s, like golden age pop music. And so it, a lot of it has those like, jazzy's not the word, but it has those like doo-wop-y melodies mm-hmm. over modern day like synth and bass and whatever. But then her lyrical content is like actual like it's still pop music by all means it's still fluffy and airy and whatever but it has substance i know that sounds like fake deep but it is fake it, deep. it like uh it's like her music is all about like sex positivity and body body positivity and yeah but she doesn't know just what like, she's talking about she because what do you mean because she wants to talk about body positivity oh, but still bring, like okay. what you're gonna bring it her and her like i tried to have anorexia or bulimia i'm like Oh my god, 
how <laughs> you are so unaware of yourself. I just I know. think that she has the wrong idea. She's definitely all about that white feminism base. And so <laughs> I think that, that she has a long way to go. And well, yeah, she's it does like... translate into her music in a way because... I've heard criticisms against it, and I'm like, I kind of agree. Like, I know it's kind of not that big of a deal. I just prefer to pretend she doesn't exist. I have no vendetta against her, and I don't foresee myself ever listening to her or enjoying her or confidently saying, I love Megan Trainor. I listened to that Megan Trainor album last week, girl. Like, I could never. Okay, her album's coming out next month, and it will be like... The death. Uh, you're gonna. Li- I'm gonna get you to listen to it. I'm not Somehow, gonna do it. I don't know how. I ref- but absolutely refuse. It's gonna happen. But God. So let's get back to female rappers, because I'm. Okay. Like real female rappers, <laughs> not like this bad baby black china <laughs> shit. Icky Azalea. Icky Crustacea. Okay, first we can make all jokes. You know what? Okay, so I. Loki like her music, Same. so I, I mean I've never I haven't listened to that. it in a few years. But when I did listen to it before she became like um, the White Devil, talking about being a slave master or whatever that was. Well, yes, I was I like, can't that. okay, let me go back yeah. and not listen to her music. But I didn't thoroughly enjoy it when it was out and people liked her. I here's my thing. I'm not gonna lie, ninety percent of me likes her because she picks great beats. Whether her flow and her lyrics on top of them are good is something else, and I can't always defend that. But she puts good money into her production, and like beg for it. I think that song is great. Is that with Rita Ora? No, that's uh, beg for it is with Mo. Oh, but. It's the accent. I understand the girth of black scent that people want to refer to it. it. It's her situation is a little different. You can clear. She is very clear. There's no arguing that she's not appropriating something that isn't hers, especially which is this is a reach here. But comparing her to like Bad Baby, Bad Baby is white, but she still grew up in a shitty area, and so I I think she is somewhat a product of her environment and so her speaking voice is consistent with how she raps mm-hmm. whereas azealia what azealia iggy azealia is stark white blonde from australia with an australian accent and then gets on a beat and all of a sudden she's from the deep south you no know, but that she, doesn't she make grew sense. up in florida so i think that's what she's referring to like she but she's but she doesn't florida. but she's still she's she sounds Australian when she talks. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, her accent's not going to go away just because she lived in Miami. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, her speaking voice and her rapping are two totally different mm-hmm. things. I, I don't know yeah. to... They're not, like, mutually inclusive. Yeah. But... I just... Yeah. Um, I thought Cream was great. I love that song. That was all right. <laughs> she... I think a lot of her other songs are good. But I haven't listened to them in a while. But I was talking to somebody, a friend from school, the other day, and she was like, "Wasn't there that's because we were talking about a song, that song with Charlie XCX, Fancy?" Yeah. And so she said, "Wasn't Charlie or wasn't so Iggy on a song with so and so?" And I'm like, "Oh no, that was Rita Ora." And I was like, "Why didn't I know that? Like, I can't retain basic math, Rita but Ora. I knew that Rita Ora was on the track." 
we're not gonna waste airtime. All I'm gonna say is I waited seven years for Rita Ora's second album. That was your mistake. That is Who told I, you to do that? Uh, listen, that's seven we years. We all knew yeah. she was gonna flop. That is seven years that I will never get back. And I'm I am one of seven people in the world rooting for Rita Ora. <laughs> <laughs> No shade, that Rita. That video of like, I love me and you. my three followers <laughs> <laughs> just fist pumping. <laughs> Here's the thing, Rita Ora's first album was great. I don't I know if you even heard. Know she had a multiple it's because albums. Because it, it wasn't released in America. Oh. What happened was the realty is she released her first album, Aura, in the UK. It did really well in the UK, and so they were going to release it in America later so that she could try and break America. When she came to America, she signed to Rock Nation with Jay-Z. At that time, Rihanna was taking a break. As soon as Rita Ora was signed, Rihanna was like, oh no, I'm back in the studio. You, you bitches thought you could get this light-skinned girl to come in here and take my spot. It's not going to happen. That's also when Rock Nation had changed their um, business plan. I don't know. But it, they don't just do music now. They do like, they manage sports and all that kind of stuff. And so Rita said when all of that happened, she didn't mention the Rihanna thing, but we all, like, I'm not done. But she said when all of that happened, Rock Nation took more interest in all of the other projects and kind of shelved her. Mm-hmm. And so she got out of that contract. And okay. listen, how this clearly was not any Rock Nation money because I skimmed this album and I was what like, Cardi say, how fucking convenient <laughs> is that? <laughs> Wow, how convenient is fucking that? But no, seriously, um, so it was a snooze. Anyway, back to female rap. We keep getting yeah. So we've um, brought up oh, cupcake. Kick, I love cupcake. Cupcake. Oh, that album when she said, "Why your Why is your hair laid and or why are your edges laid and your bed's not made, but your rent's not paid." <laughs> Wait, hold on. There was one lyric that I sent you one time that I was like, her, her, she has a way with words that is just amazing. She is on another level. Like, I would love to hear her and Nikki on a track, if anything, but she needs to be on like Nikki Cardi level, I think. She, She posted. A self- she like always posts these like really innocent selfies. It's like never anything with like her tits hanging out or anything. It's just like her like at brunch smiling. Ooh, cupcake? Cupcake, yeah. And it's just like this innocent picture of like any other white girl would be like an outfit of the day type post mm-hmm. is what it looks like. And then her caption is something just filthy and ridiculous and it's just funny. And it's shit like, uh, oh, what was that one? She posted one one time, but I just... Yeah. Oh, she said, uh, made him wait for this pussy like new Rihanna music. <laughs> yeah. She, Holy fuck. She is the best. But I, yeah, yeah I love Cupcake. Um, <laughs> city Girls. No, we're not going to bring up City Girls. Problematic faves. We, we don't have to say any more than that. People know Okay, no. I don't, I'm, they're not my problematic fave. They're Danny's. <laughs> okay. Young Miami yeah, I guess is... I Losing her damn mind if she thinks that <laughs> if she thinks that I'm gonna stand for them anymore. With her, I'll beat the homophobic, uh, I'll beat the homosexual out of my son, you and then dub- doubling back and saying, "Yeah, that's what I said." Like, 
I <laughs> saying that's what I said, but then also being like, I, I got didn't gays, say that. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? I got. I know gay people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not racist. I know black people. I love my black hairstylist friends. is gay. What? What you mean? I'm homophobic. Oh my god, this picture. What is what is the Let me not say? say this one because let's see. I don't know. I sent you one, but it was like um promoting her album or something. She has way too many tweets. I can't. She has that, and she's she like constantly retweets people's yeah. tweets about her. That's what Rico Nasty does. But she's the I love her. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think Invasion of Privacy was the better female album. I think Good Form was the better female oh, single, I but I think the I think my favorite rap line from a from a female is "Run it through your nigga house like the Tomb Raider." <laughs> that is from Megan. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. That is my favorite Tina's line. Mom. I honestly that like, that album is also really great. It's phenomenal. That I can listen to every track and not skip it any, and I just never get tired of them. Every song is so great. Yeah. She's amazing. And I love that she popped out because for a while she was just on Twitter freestyling. She didn't have singles or anything, um, and she was playing people's cookouts and shit, and now she's got an actual... This that... is what Keisha Cole could do <laughs> herself. <laughs> we do not have to talk about Keisha Cole. She is not getting our time of day. But... Um, the thing that I also like about her is, I don't know where Megan was getting her money from, but that album cover looks better, like, Nicki Minaj's, it's, like, up there. Like, this thing looks like an actual Playboy cover. Yeah. That you, it's just, it's... She, I think she's one of those, like, just has a small cult following in, like, Houston. Yeah. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of rappers that, like, are big within their... Fan. I don't know Hometowns. how to describe that, but I guess they're just big locally, or a lot of they do have a small following, but like a dedicated following. Yeah. So things like Rico, Princess Nokia, and Cupcake, and Megan, like I found those from her people tweeting about them. Yeah. And like promoting them. So I think that they've just always been there, even if they were like freestyling and stuff. They've always been there, but they're really starting yeah. to get the attention that they deserve. And I think. All of these female rappers are better than Cardi and Nicki right now. Like, we don't need to be wasting our energy and time talking about them. We need to be, like, hyping these women up. So I I also had this conversation with someone else before, and somebody was like, well, you only like Nicki Minaj because you like dudes. And I was like, well, first (laughs) of all... I don't like dudes. I fuck dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Period. Um, and, And so I said to the guy that said that, you are not half wrong to make that assumption because yes, if a guy does like Nicki Minaj, I mean, I think straight guys can like Nicki Minaj, but I like Nicki Where Minaj. They're trade. <laughs> so the the I, I personally like Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj raps better than literally four fifths of the male rappers that are out today. Her flow, the way she stays in pop, like all of that stuff is better than, it's like Lil Peep and, you know, shit like that. Everything's like a mumble rapper now, you know? Yeah. There's no, um, there's no like. Listen, people, or, peep. Yeah. <laughs> it just, but, I, so that's why I like her. She, she goes hard. She just isn't, she makes. 
she's, questionable judgment sometimes. She has a formula and she sticks to it. That's all I can say. And it works. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I'm, like, tired of her music, but I'm a little tired of her music. Just because, like, the way she raps is very, like, formulaic. And she's just, like, well, like, she'll say something and then, like, the next word is, like, a reference to the thing she said. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw that tweet that was, like, someone, or whoever, like, Hunty Chan or whatever on Twitter, he, like, tweeted about... Nikki and said that she will rap about like I got the keys Alicia like that, that type of thing <laughs> I just like yeah that she really does that yeah and like Cupcake kind of does that but like Cupcake does it well and right it's just so like repetitive with Nikki like after a certain point I'm kind of like I do love her yeah no I but, get like, it but like she puts out the same shit and then that's kind of why I love her too because she's never not consistent about it but it's always like yes I see what you're saying it's good to be on brand but it's also like Bitches are your sons. I get it. Can we say something else? <laughs> you know, Shit on them, yes. Yeah, I get it. I we, we know. But can we come up with a little bit more creativity, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You can't, you can't win them all. Um, oh, there was another one that I was thinking of. Another female rapper and it just totally... Have you listened to Rico Nasty? Because that's all I can listen to. I've now. listened to singles and like the stuff that you've sent me i haven't listened if she has like albums or something i don't know about them i don't Boy, uh, i've never tried get on that because she is coming for these girls <laughs> next i see i see her all the time i see her name everywhere probably because of me because i'm retweeting and like no but i'm just like every, like all the time i just see her all the time yeah so. she's definitely um has she's got bars she <laughs> she's just so good i feel like her voice yeah it's, it took me a while to get used to her voice but i like love raspy voices yeah and like she is just a way she has such a way with words that none of these other girls have and it's just so, like i have to that, listen to her that, i can't even concur i don't know i just like i'm not that i'm trying to like compare them or like hold them against each other but I just feel like she is definitely her own, like, she's very authentic in her yeah. own way. A lot of these, like Megan and Cupcake, are, but I would like to see them get more, like, notor- notoriety, mm-hmm. or I guess more publicity yeah. for their music. But I feel like Rico is one that's, like, starting to blossom into the more mainstream. I also like now that we're talking more about females and rap than we are with males. Because I don't really listen to any female rap or male rappers. Not None. That, I At mean, all? there are some like I, but like the main ones like ASAP, Rocky, Kendrick Lamar, and people love Kendrick Lamar, and I don't I not do like Kendrick too. Lamar, but I, I think I mean, he's overhyped. I think I, he has. I don't know what it is about him, but I do like his music. Some I think uh, I think straight males. I, I think the hip hop fan base is what ruins hip hop for me, mm-hmm. or, or male rappers because Drake puts out an album and it it's not even on iTunes for thirty seconds before dudes are on Twitter tweeting like instant classic he can't beat himself or whatever and then the next album comes out or then yeah. Pusha T puts out an album and then that's the instant classic and then Astro World comes out and that's the instant you know what I mean yeah. it's it's like men can't. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't trust really, their judgment. Like Drake, honestly, I don't really consider him much of a rapper anymore. Same. I do kind of consider him like more R and B or pop. 
Yeah. So I don't even really count him. And I've kind of always liked him, kind of like, I know he's like, he has like that whole ghostwriter thing going. So I'm like, I don't care, honestly. Like, I just know that he does have a lot of songs I do like. Yeah. Travis Scott, I've, he's honest as a song. That's all I know about him. And like, a lot of like Metro Boomin and like a lot of rappers that I've heard, I've heard them on less features. Or I've heard other people recommend songs from them, but right. I've never like sat and listened to it. I just can't relate. Their own stuff, yeah. I feel like women, female, I hate to call, keep calling them female rappers because they really shouldn't be known that yeah. way. But that's really the only distinction I can make that is the most accurate. And I feel like I relate more, even though I'm out there smacking a bitch, like I still relate <laughs> more to Rico Nasty than I do to Dude, same. Lil Uzi or something. You know, like I just... It's definitely not my my yeah. genre, and I think I've found, the more I uncover more female rappers, like the the more empowered I feel. Just because, yeah. like, I was talking to my friend the other day, and I told her that like, imagine how productive I'd be if I every time I felt sad or depressed, if I just put on Rico Nasty, yeah, instead of listening to some sad shit, like I depression who like I yeah. would be cured. <laughs> I, um, I, there, especially now, I mean, growing up we had Kim and I love, I all love Lil' Kim until the day I died. I don't think I was allowed to listen to her. I wasn't either. And so my friend, my friend had burned a copy for me at that time. We were eight or nine. I was in third grade. La Bella Mafia had just come out and somebody had burned a copy of it for me. Yeah. And I remembered listening to it. And I did not know what 99% of those words on that album meant. I just knew I should never repeat them in front of my parents. Yeah. But I knew that it was gold. I knew um, there's there's a real sense of, especially in in amongst female rappers now, uh, there's a real sense of autonomy in like every sense of the word. Like they, we make money, we have sex, we you know whatever. Um, And so I just, I, I relate to that or I feel that, I guess I yeah. can't really relate to it, but, um, you could, but I, I feel like Azealia Banks. That's what I was thinking. Oh, of. That we got to talk about Azealia. I thought we were going to get away with, we can't, you can't, you can't talk about this conversation without talking about Azealia Banks. You can't have this, this topic of conversation without our name. I guess. Coming up. I'm a fan. I'm more of a Lana fan. fan. I've never really been an Azalea fan, so I just don't like her music. Not that... I think she's, like, off the wall sometimes, definitely, but I just don't well, I like, mean, like not, her music. I don't care about her, you know... Uh, Shenanigans, her... Yeah, I don't care about her... sacrificing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's... I'm talking strictly the music. Oh, no. And yeah. what's unfortunate is that her attitude is what keeps her... Is what's holding her back. Mm-hmm. Because say all that you want about Azealia Banks, nobody sounds like her. Sonically, vocally, no, there's no one that touches what she's doing. And the unfortunate thing about her is that the mind blowing thing about her is that she's doing this all by herself. All this exposure she does herself. She does her mm-hmm. own marketing. She pays. Her. She doesn't have a label. She's doing this out of her pocket. Yeah. And it's good every single time. And she has, she got a following basically overnight compared to what Nicki Minaj had to do 
to get to the Nicki Minaj level. Yeah. Whereas Azealia Banks did what she did in her New York apartment, uh, you know, in a bodega walk-up or, or whatever, yeah. with no money. And those two are talked about in the same sentence. They get compared. And she has a bad attitude. And the, what frustrates me the most about her is, again, I'm one of like seven people rooting for Azealia, is she puts out a fire track, mixtape, whatever, then says something stupid and then puts out another song and it's better than the first one. And it's like this continuous cycle of putting her foot in her mouth and then putting out something amazing. And it just, it never ends. Uh, And every time she puts out a single, I'm just like, fuck, this is great, but it's going nowhere. I I can't say like I've ever listened to it, except with the exception of 212, all her other songs, I've never just been like, yeah, I can get down to this. Or like, I will... You know Rapunzel? I don't, sure I've heard it, but I oh don't think God. I want to remember it. The Treasure Island one that you showed me, I just... It's all noise to me. I don't know what it is. I want to like her. I do want to <laughs> like her music so badly because I, I, I feel yeah. like I'm missing... Like, I'm not getting something. But I just can't. My brain doesn't... Like, what didn't... I don't know. So, but sometimes exploring them more is how you do it because I, I used to feel the same way about uh, and this is I'm not comparing her to female rap this is just a person in general but Brooke Candy I had to listen to about 15 different Brooke Candy songs and it's not because it's not because I didn't understand her I think it just took me that long to get on her level you know what I mean? like yes. figure <laughs> out what she was about like because I get... Fan I, mob all day. <laughs> yeah, but I, I understand the weird New York art scene thing. And yeah. I, like, I get that. But it was like New York art scene, but then like rap, but also pop and grunge and fashion and nudity and black and white tattoos and braids and elevator yeah. shoes. And it was like, there were just so many aspects coming at me at once yeah. that I had to watch so many of her videos in a row that by the time I got to song number 15, I was like... I'm with you. I get it. I you've I have slow. I've watched yeah. 15 videos, but each video I have slowly processed more and more yeah. information, and so I get where you're coming from now. I like strange things like that. Like I love finding artists that are different, and I love finding like. I'd like to think that I I am, but like. Why you like pretty much all the same artists that I do? Like in not FKA Twigs. I, okay, like, well yeah. So that's, that's one of those. She's things. my Megan Trainer, so. <laughs> I know, like, I will, I know you're not going to like That's her because you said that you just can't get into her, but FKA Twigs is, like, her... But the thing album. about Twigs, I, it's like, I, I get it. I get why people like her. I understand the look. I get yeah. the sound. I she's, get it. Yeah. It just... It's just, just not for me. I don't, I don't know. know. She's just so angelic and talented and, I don't know, her mind... I'll take your word for it. I can't argue. I mean, I'm not going to lose any sleep over you not liking FK's wigs, <laughs> but I do know that you will be up all night sweating. Like, why doesn't she like Megan yeah. Trader? <laughs> so that's the difference between you and I. But I feel like you do have pretty strange... I mean, you do have, like, um, a, a niche, niche? Yeah. I guess of... I've never known how to pronounce that word, and I say it both ways. Yeah. Like, I change it it's every gonna be niche, time I say so... it. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so the... You do have, like, I kind of see, I can tell what your music taste is because of the things you send me. Yeah. And you do have, like, those outliers of artists that you like. But so I think that (laughs) I can show, I know that I can show you something weird 
or show you something different and you will like oh i get it like or like yeah you know, like you're not like gonna be very put off by it or you're gonna give it a chance yeah it's like yeah yeah I understand that because there are things that I would, and it's not even that they're weird, but there are things that I would never in three billion lifetimes send to my roommate because he just, it would be so lost. Like mm-hmm. he would ne- he, he wouldn't try and process oh, it or understand. It just, it, it's just a lost cause. Whereas I can send something to you mm-hmm. and we can be like, oh, that's cute. Or you know what I mean? Like there's, there's an interest to learn something we can find the depth and everything, yeah. I guess, like... But I also, I was telling, I was talking to Miranda about our friendship, you and I, and mm-hmm. I said, I said, what's really weird is we're both into, like, weird shit. I can't remember what I said. I don't think I said weird, but I said we're, we're into some interesting things. But what's weird about our friendship is, like, the things that you and I, our, our Venn diagram, the things that we agree on are so, like, like we get it, we mesh... Yeah. And then the things that we don't agree on, it's just like, it's not even inside the yeah. difference bubble. It's just outside the lines completely. Yeah. And we just don't see eye We either love it, we both love it, or yeah. we despise it, the, what the other likes. It is so weird. And like, I find oftentimes more with music than anything. Music is probably the one place where we kind of don't have a lot of cross streets. I feel but like we do in a way, but there are some We do, but then like, when we, like, we'll, we, like you and I, like... When somebody puts out an album, we'll listen to the album the release week, and every song that I absolutely love, you hate, and vice versa. Without yeah. fail, See, every single time. That was, I had a friend, like, a few years ago, so, like, I think it was four, Beyonce, the album four, mm-hmm. where, like, I, there was a set of songs that I liked, and I'm like, See, I love, like, Hood Beyonce, and apparently you love, like, ballad you know, balance, yeah. yeah. And I just, I just want to like shake my ass to something yeah. else. Like I don't really want to sit here and listen to her sing Halo, but I like respect it. So I feel like that's kind of how we are <laughs> in a way. Like you like yeah. some of those songs, but some some of the songs that I like tend to be the ones that don't really have like. I think pop music is is probably a big one for us, where oh, because I like, music. I like. It's really weird because we love like. There's like Charlie XCX, right? She's mainstream, but she's also indie. She walks, yeah, she's like on that line. She walks a fine line. Whereas I feel like you like more pop in that realm. And I like commercial bubblegum. I mean, I love the stuff that you love too. I love the the Tub Strikes and the Charlie XCXs and the Zara Larson. Well, Zara Larson's kind of commercial, but yeah. um, I, I love those types. But then I also love... Megan Trainer and Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato and all that gross like cookie cutter Disney pop girl shit. I, I, I just yeah. I love it. I, I just love just, pop music. Period. Pop music. Pop music. Like I really didn't start appreciating it until like we came. We became really good friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe like this last Did year. Did you feel ashamed? Yeah, I, that's kind of why I felt that like getting out of that relationship. I just kind of felt. That I was denying a, a lot of my blackness, yeah. a lot of just my interests, because I, I don't know, I was just suppressing a lot of things. So I like dove headfirst into black culture and pop, like the, yeah. all the things that I like I forbade do, yeah. myself to really bring up. Yeah. And so having like someone like you to like kind of just bounce back up and forth with 
it's been like I've become more open-minded in the last like year than I have been in like the last few years I I you know what's so funny that you say that is I did that same thing when I was your age which is weird because we're two years apart but (laughs) I was but I was this I grew up in a predominantly white situation all of my my neighbors were mostly white I went to mostly white schools mm-hmm. on mostly white you know extracurricular teams and, and stuff like that and so I grew up in neighborhoods where white kids were using the n-word to talk to each other and it was just like every day to me yeah. and it wasn't until I got out in the real world in like the working force and stuff like that where I was like oh that's actually not okay <laughs> you yeah. know and uh I started paying more attention to like R&B and hip-hop and that kind of culture and so now I feel like I pay attention just as much to black culture as I do to anything else mm-hmm. um, so I get I get kind of weird when like I talk about black culture with people that, that are, are not black I wouldn't say not black but people that are I guess just white people <laughs> I, I, there's no, I was like no I'm not people yeah, color there's just no way to put it and so there's like it's like Taraji P. Henson is a great example. Like there are people that don't know Taraji P. Henson outside or Tracy Ellis Ross is a, mm-hmm. probably a better example. There are people that don't know her outside of rainbow, but Tracy Ellis Ross has been famous for decades, literal decades. Yeah. Yes. This, the same with, um, uh, who did Taraji P. Henson cookie on empire is probably what people most know her for now, but she's been famous since, like when I was born you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it's just now white people I had this conversation with someone about Robin Thicke people were like oh Robin you know what happened after Blurred Lines and I was like Robin Thicke existed before before the only difference now is white people after Blurred Lines know who Robin Thicke is Robin Music has been making Robin's making fire music my entire life. Oh, well, that's debatable, but I know no, he has no, no, been no, no, making no. music for no, no, no. a long time. Okay, I want you, I want you to listen to Sex Therapy. I'm not gonna listen to Robin Thicke. I don't. Oh my god! <laughs> I see, this is what I'm saying. We're so outside of. We were doing so well with our pop music grants, and then I Robin know. Thicke came up and it just went to shit. No, I, I'm. That's one of those things. Like I don't care enough about him to like toe my toe the line of my morals with. <laughs> But, like, the whole Blurred Lines thing, I'm just like, okay, that's kind of, like, a okay. really terrible message to put out there. And yes, I, he I'm not, has had, either. like, I'm sure I know he has better songs than that because I've heard his music before. Which is crazy that he got in trouble for a song that's not even anywhere near his best Exactly. Work. So, like, why did he even try it? I don't know who recommended that, but then he'd be fired. <laughs> It, it's a good sounding song. It just sounds like it's another song. It's not even a song. good sounding song. Like, it really is just... It's passable. I never liked it. I don't know. Like, I just didn't like the sound of it. It's one of those songs that you just have to be in a certain uh, environment or under the influence, I guess, to like it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and then you have someone screaming about blurred lines in your head. <laughs> like, that's terrible. But I feel like, I feel like, I felt that way about Pitbull. Like, growing up... <laughs> <laughs> but growing up I Worldwide. I hated Pitbull I did not fucking understand it and then I got old enough to be in a, in clubs and like drinking and being high and then you hear it when you're in that state and you're like this is the context I wasn't understanding I wasn't <laughs> understanding it is the context yeah. have you ever listened to Pitbull in the club no the what, club what, goes what up club am I, what I'm, clubs am I going I'm to I'm just saying that's that 
sometimes you just have to step no, outside your comfort zone. But everything zone. in a club sounds a little like you kind of enjoy things more, songs more in a club That's that you saying. normally wouldn't enjoy out. Yeah. Because yeah. I always listen to some, some 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 songs that I heard like at a bar or a club, and I'm like, ew. You, yeah, and then I'll listen to my <laughs> headphones while I'm making right dinner now. at home, and I'm like, mm, this isn't the same. But <laughs> right. okay, so now I know you and I are gonna go clubbing. I'll request Megan Trainer. I've been trying to get you to come out like and do things with me forever. I but hate going you out. exactly. I so I don't <laughs> even I'll, how about this? But, I'll listen to Megan Trainer if you go out to Odd Fellows with me or something uh, on a Friday night. I'll consider it. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Just because okay. I want you to listen to Megan Trainer's band. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I should have like kind of um, bring up everything or like position everything with I'll do this for Megan Trainer if you'll God damn it. do this for me. Alright. We'll consider it. Yeah. Well, well I think that's a great introduction. I feel like we kinda touched on a lot of things and Yeah, we don't really have a structure yet because I don't really we don't really want yeah. one right now. Again, because... we don't have a name, theme song, structure. Right. We're lucky we got out of bed this morning. We don't even have a recording schedule. Yeah, we're like in some like guest room with a shoe rack and <laughs> the, a hairdryer. The next, by the time we air this, it'll be like a month after we've, like from today. Yeah, if we don't like re-record or anything. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's why we, we definitely don't want to date anything. So hopefully yeah. these topics are still relevant next right. month. Uh, they'll, yeah, we, they're not. I mean, Captain Marvel's always relevant. <laughs> Rico Nasty's always relevant. Yeah. <laughs> Misogyny, always relevant. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, <laughs> always relevant. Always relevant, never not relevant. So, um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you're still here. Like, comment, subscribe. Yes, all of our information will be in the, the description. Follow us. Yeah, and we'll hopefully have something new to, new to drop. Also, hopefully by the time they hear this, we will be on every major iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Play, Spotify. But don't worry. We'll let you know. We will let you know. We'll yeah. blow up your DMs. <laughs> yeah. All right.